Hello, hello. Solid Seven Podcast. We are a better than average podcast. But just barely. Just barely. And each week we like to get together and talk. Now we're not a show about nothing. Mm-mm. We're a show about anything. Mm-hmm. So each week we're going to get together. We're going to talk about whatever interests us. And we invite you guys to come along. Can we talk about what doesn't interest us? I don't think that would be much fun. True. I am your good friend, Kale. Across from me, my buddy, Josh. Hello. How's it going, man? Pretty good. How's your day? It's all right. It got interesting just before we started recording. I know. I walked in on a great tense moment. We've been... <laughs> so the kids stumbled upon uh, leftover glow sticks from Halloween. I, don't, I have literally have no idea where they were. They could have been anywhere, but they picked them up. So we were basically having like a toddler rave for the rest of the night. Like lights were off, toddler dance music on the TV. I do that with my puppy often. Sounds fun. Well, not unlike your puppy, my son decided that he was going to bite through one of them just before you got here. Did you tell him, drop it? So he's uh, like, starts crying and looking at me because I can't imagine that it tastes very good. And I look over and his mouth is glowing purple since we're not at an actual rave. So he had it in his mouth for like a little bit before he cried. I I think probably pretty instant. I can't imagine anything in those things tastes very good. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Rush to the sink and fling water in his mouth, and he's crying, and I'm mad. And <laughs> I know. I walked in right in the middle of it when you. I think your wife came in trying to figure out what was going on. You were disgruntled because you were trying to fix the mess. I'd be And then she's probably wondering what, what was happening, and he's crying and winning the pooing it in the house, and, <laughs> and I'm walking. Yeah. I'm like, hello, everyone. I have curry in my hands. Yeah. So I'd be shocked if there wasn't physical steam coming out of my ears. If we find footage. I know. I, I walked in and I was like, um, do you want me to come back later? You're part of the family now, man. I guess so. He calls me to, Uncle Josh. You get to so. see it all. Dude, you get night nights and everything. I know. I get a, I got a fist bump. That's a bonus, ago. man. I know. <laughs> he was trying to sneak up on you. like I know. Sneaking up on me in the most visible very, way <laughs> very possible. Very unsuccessfully. Much of... Uh, parent, can I give you a parenting lesson? Much of Dude. parenting is pretending to be impressed and or fooled by things of which you are neither can I, much of the time. <laughs> can I be honest? I don't know how you do it. I would I would go nuts because I'm like, hey, I don't care anymore. Like, it's, I see you. This is dumb. Let's move on. Go outside and play with your friends. Nah, it's a lot of fun. I've seen this uh, Michael J. Uh, Fox quote popping up a lot. I don't know where I, social media. I've seen it a few different places recently, I feel like. And it was like, I've never been disappointed when my kid asked me to like get up and see something like hey dad come look at this he's like i've never regretted it i'm already annoyed and having to hear that it's pretty true because no like you can't tell what their picture is but it like that they're excited and happy is is cool it's fun i mean when i walk in the door earlier from from work and my dog heard me coming in and just the way she was so excited to see me exactly how long are we going to try and ride out the dogs are like children joke or are we just going to beat it to a complete pulp or um i i don't know i didn't really think it through somebody's listening to this episode before the others and like it feels fresh i don't know right yeah i did get in a good argument the other day of is um do do animals do dogs have emotions and the the person who i was arguing with said they do not have emotions and i was like uh for sure they do that person doesn't have emotions (laughs) and so like i hope you're listening uh, but she was saying that like, they don't have, which I agree with this. They don't have emotions in the way we have emotions. Sure. 
But like, cause we're much, we're very com- complex with our emotions, but dogs, I think are very, like, they're like a two year old with emotions. Like they can't really feel guilt, but they, f- they for sure feel love. No, they definitely, maybe gu- guilt, guilt is definitely in their more quiver. sadness. When you walk in on a dog that's gotten into the trash or eaten the shoe or the pillow. Right. And the ears are down and but the tail the is tucked and the eyes are gigantic. That's guilt, bro. But what's like below that? Like if you look at tears of emotions, like what tears below shame, it's probably like sadness. And I feel like that, that's just, they're sad. As a man, I only recognize the three basic emotions. So I'm those? not sure what you're talking about with tears like tears like you don't not every like a three-year-old can't like feel every emotion that you would feel because they haven't they it's an it's a process that you grow through so i mean there's there's happiness yeah there's anger and there's sadness that's acceptable when your mom and or old yeller dies sure what other emotions are you familiar with there could be like jealousy there could be I should have made a list. I didn't think this was going to come up, but, (laughs) (laughs) but anyways, it was a great conversation because I'm like, I don't think you can be on one extreme of they have zero emotions because there's, that's just not a thing, but you can't be on the extreme other extreme of them having full fledged human emotion. I think it's more in the middle of no, when they see me, there is something in their face and it's not evolution. It's not, or it could be part of evolution or just the way we've domesticated dogs over the years, like they're, they have built muscles into their face that show more. Like you can kind of tell what they're feeling. Have you ever heard of that? No. Like over the years, they've just grown. I don't know if this is real. I could be making all of this up, but supposedly they have like muscles now in their face that they weren't there like millions of years ago or thousands of years ago, whatever side you think. And, uh, that, that show more emotion in their faces, like in their eyebrows and stuff to manipulate people. I guess, or to let us know what they're feeling. Cause like, say you get sad, you're you get bad news on the phone and you're on the phone crying. The dog senses that and like comes over and is like, Hey man, it's all good. I'm right here. Now pet me. Right. But it doesn't need to be able to emote itself to do that. I feel like I've heard about what you're talking about, Yeah, but I feel like I've heard about it in the context of like, they've developed these methodologies to manipulate our behavior. Like they realize like if I can look all doughy eyed, right. They're going to love me more or I think my dog does that. Like she'll like make like a certain kind of like, hi, like, and then I go, oh, hi. Cause I think that's been my pair my pattern. Whenever I see that face, I react this way. So she goes, when I do this, I get a treat usually. Yeah. No, I have no doubt whatsoever that your dog is running the show. No, not really. (laughs) It sounds like it, but you know, I have a stern household in the rush home. You know your wife listens, right? Yeah, no, she's definitely... We'll edit that out. Yeah, she's definitely in charge. But no, yeah, so that's crazy. Um, Back to your son eating uh, glow sticks. That's how the the podcast started tonight, so that was an interesting... But we took some time. We came came down from that high. I gave him a massage. Just kidding. That's weird. I am... Do you look... I look forward to recording day. I'm excited. Yeah, today was really busy, though, so I didn't think about it for a minute. Yeah, I'm like a, a kid on... I guess Christmas Eve. I was going to say Christmas, but at that point you've opened the presents. Would but. you say Christmas Eve is that feeling is more exciting than the actual opening presents? No, I love presents. Okay. Also, you're so easy to sidetrack. I love it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just like, so I like no, the rabbit holes. The legit, 
and thank you listeners. The podcast is doing well. I would say based on the fact that we're not famous, we don't have name recognition, there's no major promotion, neither of us is psyched to be doing any social media promotion. It's it's going I'm happy with how we're doing. Yeah, it's been like it's a steady uptick of views or listens. We are at we j- literally just before I say literally too much, that's one of my uh, recent Please uh, fix that kill. Everyone was emailing in. Literally, legit, like, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm working on it. I'm getting better. The problem is if I get too much better, we'll be an eight, and then we gotta change the whole name. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like changing the artwork. So we can't improve too much, but I'm looking to improve a little. Yeah. I wanna be at the high end of seven. Okay. But so we looked just before we hit record, and we're at and episode three hasn't even been live for a full week. It went live on Monday. Again, we're recording on Thursday. And we're just shy of 200 listens as mm-hmm. we sit here right now. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, I feel it's like. not too bad. We more than doubled Patreon supporters we this did. week, which is awesome. Now, it's going to be harder, because that's the way numbers work, again, uh, to continue to double every week or more than double. Oh, right. Like, yeah. I don't know that we're going to... Now, I hope you that we pick up... broke my brain for a second, but then, yeah, yeah I thought... No, I hope we pick up six Patreon supporters. What are we at now, five? This week, we're at five. That's awesome. We're at the big... We're at the big five. Thank you, everyone, for uh, subbing. Mackenzie, Adam, Festus, welcome. Yeah, he came in. Patreon, and not just Patreon supporters. They skipped right over one and solid five. one and solid five. These yeah. are solid 10 Patreon supporters. Yes. And we got to give it up for our two OG patrons that joined from the get-go. They're probably like, they've never said my name. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, we have to say them immediately. No, uh, my good buddy, not our guest from last week, a different Mike, my good buddy Mike. And uh, Sam, well, right from the jump, those guys were on yep. board. So. Before, well, Mike joined before we even recorded the first episode. <laughs> that dude listened to episode zero, and he's like, "I'm in." Yeah, he was one of our uh, test pilots, guinea pigs. Oh, I thought you meant like he was an actual test pilot. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's dope." Tell me more. No, unfortunately like not. Pilot. Super cool dude. I definitely want to have him on. Mike is is. Ca- I don't want to take us down some other like superhero movie rabbit hole, so please don't get sidetracked by this. Okay, but he is Captain America. Okay, so we'll we'll talk about it when we have him on. But I want to know more. Yeah, Mike's the the OG Solid Ten supporter. I want to meet this guy and, now. Uh, but no, honestly, you know, so you've all listened to the Anchor ad to get to this point, and it's cool that Anchor has joined us as an as an advertiser, and we we appreciate that. But ain't nobody getting rich off their Anchor ads. Let me tell no. you that. Patreon support is where it's at. And we really yes. appreciate those guys. So it's cool that they've come on board and they're kind of back in what we're doing. And if you think a solid $10, $10 a month is too steep, we have a $5. But then if you think $5 is too steep, we have a $1. But there's there's no mug. There is a mug with the $10. This is what I'm saying. I'm really excited for I hope, because Patreon hasn't emailed us, because we wanted our own mugs. Yeah, they no. have not emailed us back. But I really hope that these Patreon supporters... We're praying you guys get your mug. So the 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 first couple guys, they should get shipped their mugs like shortly after May 1. So they're getting close. Has it already been three months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when you join, they charge you when you join. Mm-hmm. And even if you join like the 30th of the month, you're going to get charged again the first of the next month. Okay. So they, they join mid-April and then they, or no, mid-March, I guess. Mid-April has not happened yet. Yeah. So they joined mid-March. It's just crazy that it's like we're recording our fourth episode. I can't believe it's been a month. That throws me. That is me. crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
So they did mid-March. They got charged April 1, and then May 1 will be their third time. So Mug will be on the way. So send us pictures. We'd love to see what they look like in the real world since we can't get our hands on them. And if you're sitting there wondering, I don't know if I want to sign up. I don't know what the Mug looks like. You can check out our IG, our Instagram. We're just going to go all the promo stuff right up front today. Let's just do it. Let's get out of the way. Yeah, we're about almost. Now, I will say this. Let Let me make it something that's a little less imposing is that I do feel like the number of listens that we're at and what it's estimating our audience to be at, obviously you start something up like this and your guys like us, like your family, friends, people who know you, they're going to listen. They, they'll give you at least a, a go around, at least the first episode, whatever. So there's definitely been some of that. So I would say probably the vast majority of our listeners know us personally. They know us out in the real world. They're not right. just listening to the podcast. Hi, Mom. But I, I feel like we've kind of hit a point where obviously we're not big, we're not huge, we're not we're not whatever. But I think we've had enough listens. I think it's likely there might be some people out there within the sound of my voice right now that don't know us in the real world that have somehow heard about us and are listening. And I think that's cool. And we'd love, I'd love to hear from those people. Like if you're listening and you don't know myself, you don't know Josh out in the real world, I'd love to hear how you found us, how you ended up here. And a great way to do that would be hit us up on social media, on our Instagram, on our Twitter. DM us. Yeah, so we're at Solid, the number seven podcast on both of those. Uh, or you can email us even. Email is a thing that people do, as I understand it. Electronic mail. Yeah, and we're Solid, the number seven again, podcast at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear how you found us. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. So Cool. And I would say, and I don't, I think, I think I sent this to you, so I don't know if you looked at it or had a chance to see it, but we definitely started this podcast at the right time. Yes. Because what, what happened was from, uh, we, we found the statistic. I saw uh, Peter Atia, which is a, an awesome social media follow and a, and a great podcast. If, if you haven't ever heard of uh, Peter, he's a medical doctor and does anti-aging stuff. He's, he's just a great source of information. He, he's like against people aging. Um, he's a pro helping people slow that down to the extent that's possible. Mm. He's a genius doctor, has a whole research team like at his disposal, he does a lot of really cool content, both on his podcast. His podcast is a little, a little heady. Mm. Like it's, there's some big words. Yeah, I'm uh, not. but he's a great social media follow. But uh, he posted because, of course, he's in the podcast space too. We're basically peers with Peter Atia. Technically, um, and uh, so he from this like the start of podcasting through like sometime in in 2020, I can't remember, or, or maybe end of. Maybe. It just says this is last April. So there were about a million podcasts. One million, yep. One million. And um, and we looked at that. No, we didn't. But we looked at that. And One th- million and th- podcasts. And thought, and thought, it's still too soon. Still, <laughs> it's still too soon. So what we did was uh, we hit pause when the world ended. We're like, no, we'll wait to start this bad By we, you. At, at just the right time. And in the meantime, another million podcasts have come to market. So now slightly over 2 million podcasts in of, 11 months of which we are one. We are one of those, which was one of our original goals was there's a few million podcasts out there mm-hmm. and we think we can be one of them. And here yep. we are one of them. And the whole shtick is we think we're at least better than half of them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then like it's the 2 million is daunting enough. It's like, Oh, yeah, I'm sure people are going to find us in the sea of podcasts. But like the total episode count is north of 46 million. <laughs> wow. So, no, it says 48 million. Yeah, so I think we're going to hit it big in no time is what I'm trying to say here. 
Yeah, I feel the yeah. I feel all the there's, dollars there's flooding some in. Some people, some people say like you want to buy on the lows, not the highs. Not us. We waited for that bad boy to peak, and we're in. We saw that bandwagon going by, and we hopped. Yeah, just in time for we the tiggered <laughs> onto that bandwagon. Just, just in time for the world to open up and for people to have better things to do than listen to podcasts. Here we are, solid <laughs> seven coming at you. But no, we, we've been having a lot of fun. I, do, I Legit, I look forward to. There, no, see, there was a legit. We should start a... Somebody out there, I want you to start to count and graph the legits for me, please. I want someone to graph how many people care. <laughs> see, you think no one cares, but... I don't notice those things. I don't know if anybody says it to you, but I get dinged a lot for your dopes. That's dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which uh, I, and somebody actually brought it up today. I'm like, yeah, it's almost entirely, I think, because of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Probably, maybe. So, but the podcast is going good. We're having fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, can listening is awesome. We appreciate listeners. Supporters are extra awesome. We love you even more. But even that in between step, if you would just. Tell your friends and share and like and rate and review and all that stuff. That really, really helps a lot. Uh, and if you aren't already following us on social media, Instagram in particular seems to be where the action's at. But Instagram and Twitter both, we've started to do little one-minute clips to make yep. it really easy Fun to size. share. Fun size. Yeah, I can't do it. Fun size. I haven't uh, hit puberty yet. Dude, 100% credit. Like, Josh is editing those together, doing an awesome job. I don't awesome need job. the credit. We paid um, someone. Uh, uh, no, I'm not paying you. No, we outsourced it to someone else i didn't want the credit but yeah continue <laughs> so no uh, they're they're really cool and it's like i'm on them and they still make me laugh i don't know if that's conceited i laughed at the way we laughed when mike said my dad <laughs> makes booby traps and then the way we all cracked up because it like whenever you hear people laugh it just yeah. makes you feel good and it's us yeah too, no so. if you're just coming to us here in episode four and you haven't listened to anything else definitely backtrack to episode three gold we had our good friend mike williams on and he's just a really interesting funny guy he had a crazy upbringing he's told uh, you know i called him a cinderella story but he really is he really came out of nothing and really is successful and just a, a really cool guy and a great friend what did you and say grew up legit poor he was le- like because every a lot of people like i grew up so poor but they weren't no, they like, weren't. Oh, okay, that's really, why you say really legit poor. poor. He like, was. He was Mike actually was, poor. Yeah, I mean, they just really yeah. didn't have a, a lot. Didn't have much. In a trailer, and, uh, I think. With and nine. I mean, we can get into all the philosophical. What makes you wealthy or poor? And they had family and love and whatever. And that's that's all great. But the money was tight, and that certainly makes things tough. Uh, you know, and like we didn't even get into all of his stories, dude. I, I want to hear more booby trap stories. The booby trap stories are, are funny. Somebody was like, has the statute of limitations passed on those? Because I don't know if everything he described is legal. And to that, I would like to say... But we don't have evidence, This right? is an entertainment so podcast, yeah. and so <laughs> take it all with a grain of salt. So right. Mike's stories were all true, unless it gets him in trouble, in which case it was just for your listening pleasure. <laughs> he was just exaggerating. It was all hyperbole. So, now, somebody did have, which I, I think was fair, was like, but why? Why was he on it doesn't matter he's a cool guy yeah that one that one threw me a little bit now i don't like we're we're open to critique we do want to get better we want you guys to enjoy the podcast i'm like why does anybody have any guest on ever like matthew mcconaughey has been making the rounds because of his shows podcasts because of his book nobody's like why would you have matthew mcconaughey on but you just hear matthew mcconaughey and you're like oh i know why oh, no he's beautiful i get it but the assumption is like this person is a guest on this show because they're going to be interesting. 
that's the same reason we will have guests. Yeah, hopefully. Because we think they will be interesting. <laughs> right. I really want to meet Captain America. Oh, Mike's awesome. I have a very specific purpose. Mike's the kind of guy I think we'll have him on more than once. Okay. Um, but I, he, he'll just be a great regular. But I've got a very specific reason I want to bring him on first. Like f- like a very specific topic. I don't want to ruin it right now. Oh, okay. Because it's a, it's a little punny. It's a little antithetical to why you would think we would have him on. Okay. Mike so. did agree to coming when he's here in Florida uh, in like a couple weeks to come on the show yeah, again. Yeah, no, I think that'll be fun. I th- people really enjoyed his episode. Why wouldn't you? No, he's a great guy. And I, a- I feel like in person, he'd probably talk even more. He was on a th- through a FaceTime call. So yeah. there was a slight delay. Now, there was also some critique that we didn't let him talk enough. And I so, felt it a couple of times. So listen, here's the deal. Cause I do feel like, and it's, it's fair. I guess there are some, there's a subset of people who are like, I don't, what's the format? I don't get it. So it, here's my thing, right? It, part of what birth this is like, we hang out a fair amount. What, what birth is? What birthed this? Oh, okay. I thought he said what birth is is no, when a mommy and daddy. We're, we're gonna cover a lot of things on here, but what birth is not <laughs> not very high on the list. I'm not at that step, but yet. Uh, it's just like the hang, right? Like going to lunch, going to dinner, uh, hanging out around a, a fire, whatever. It's just that that camaraderie, right? That friendship, that that talking, right? Every I don't know anybody who doesn't enjoy that with their people. What if you don't have any people? Well, then you probably want some people in Solid 7 is here for you. We'll be, your, we'll be your people. But no, like everybody loves to get together and just have that hang and talk and catch up. And it's not, it's just what's going on, right? Like nobody goes to lunch with bullet points. Nobody's like, now when we get to lunch today, the topic of discussion will be. And that's why I say we're not a show about nothing, but we're a show about anything. Like this is that hang. This is us getting together to talk with our friends, whether or not that's just you and me or a guest, or we've got listener or supporter input, which we'll definitely start to incorporate into the show even more as we have more of that. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know, hey, you guys talked about this, and that made me think of this, or I had this question. It's just the hang, and we want you guys to come and hang out with us. Yeah. And when Mike's in town, we want him to come hang out with us so that you can hang out with him. It's yep. very multiversy. Yep. Dr. Strange, Wanda, yeah. And now we'd like to do another hour on superhero movies. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of superheroes, that real quick, that Loki trailer was foyer, though. So there's certain things we like we said we didn't want to talk about this week, but we cannot talk about the Loki trailer. Loki trailer was sick, though. I thought I was going to. It was dope. So obviously, legit and dope. We're in. uh, We're in. Obviously, we're an audio-only podcast. We're not going to show you the trailer, and just listening to it isn't going to be much fun because this isn't the '40s and it's not radio. But if you have legally, we could. If you haven't already, look up and watch the show or the trailer for the new Loki show. It's fantastic. Owen Wilson's going to be in it. Your thought right now, if you haven't seen it, is really Owen Wilson? No. Like my thought was, he's going to be a distraction. Like it's going to detract because he can kind of only do his Owen Wilson thing. But at least in the trailer, and we all understand, like, trailers are the best of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oftentimes trailers are better than shows and movies because mm-hmm. they've cherry-picked the I.E. Suicide Squad, the first one. Man, that was a letdown. But uh, at least in the trailer, I'm I'm digging Owen Wilson's interaction, his character with Loki. It looks really good. I'm super excited wow. about it. We can leave it. There's really not a ton more to talk about. Did you know there's like 10 hours of Owen Wilson going, wow? 
Wow. On YouTube. Of course there is. Wow. I think my favorite of Owen Wilson, my, like my wife's, I don't know if you'd even call it guilty pleasure, but my wife just loves the Night at the Museum movies. I think I saw that once. The third one is the weakest, but There's still, three? Still good. There's three. The third one's kind of sad because they released it after Robin Williams. Spoiler alert, Robin Williams is no longer with us, but they posted, they like they released it after he died. Hmm. Uh, but his, his little character, I'm laughing thinking about it in Night of the Museum. It's it's entertaining. Oh, yeah, he's like a mini, miniature guy, right? Yeah. yeah he's cool. a tiny little cowboy. Yeah, that's right. And it's it's hilarious. So, But all that to say, I thought it would be a distraction in Loki. Maybe he still will be. But at least in the trailer, it works, and I'm here for it. Yeah. So they're doing some cool stuff with it. Yeah, sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're the worst. You are the worst, but So uh, my wife got in a vehicular accident this week. That was fun. How is she? She's good. Uh, you know, thank God, legit, it was a <laughs> legit. Wow. It was a glancing blow. Could have been bad. So as we leave our neighborhood going to... Uh, where we both work, there's you're kind of turning off of a two lane, like a residential road, onto like a a four lane, and really there it's five or six because there's some turn lanes like divided. Mm-hmm. It's not a highway, but it's a big big road, mm-hmm. and there's a traffic light there. But that road runs east west, and in the morning, half the traffic's looking right into the sun. So I've I've never liked this intersection period because it just lends itself to somebody running that light. But especially driving into the sun, and it was she was on her way in uh, with our son in the in the van, and sure enough, she's first in line for the green light, turning out of the neighborhood, and somebody comes barreling through the light Jeez. after they've gone into the intersection, and thank God it was just a glancing blow off the bumper. It could have been so much worse. The front bumper or the back bumper? The the front. So it, it didn't even like break the headlights. It pulled the bumper out a little bit. I'm sure it'll be a $50,000 repair because well, that's course. the way that is now. But uh, ju- just glance. Could have been worse. I mean, she could have just could have creamed him. If she had hit him, she, she would have hit driver's side or passenger my, side? It was passenger side. Again, okay. thank thank God. Um, I, I, it just It just could have been... Yeah, way, way worse. For sure, and especially with your son. Of in course, the car? it 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 made her. That's the extra. I mean, I would have been freaked even if I had just gotten a call from my wife. I'm in an accident, but knowing he's in the car. Oh yeah. So she calls me at work. I I drive to the scene slightly faster than the speed limit, and uh, I'm like, "Where's the damage on the van?" That's how. Like, I couldn't even. You couldn't even tell. Like, mm-hmm. the, you could you could tell on the other vehicle. But it was evidently a, a little old lady on her way to the doctor. And uh, her son was in the car. I don't get why. I don't know if I should even be talking about this on the air because we'll see. Because our insurance company's like, I don't know. They might contest it because of whatever. So maybe like five years when this episode comes to light ever, maybe then they'll be. Yeah. Like, Remember the part one podcast? Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's yeah. I Now that I've said that out loud, I, I don't want to comment on it a lot more. But it was a big. Dude, that's a that's a thing, man. When you're like, when you I mean, that, if I heard my puppy was in a car accident, I'd be there in a second. <laughs> Sorry, to... Kira, not so much. But if the dog's in the car, yeah, no, that's that's scary. Yeah, but uh, but then your wife uh, earlier was saying how bad she felt for the uh, for the lady that that was in the other car because yes. she was like a much older woman. Yes. Yeah. I I shared none of of that concern yeah hearing the complete contrast between the two of you was hilarious i'm like this this woman came very close to an accident that could have 
mm-hmm. severely injured, if not killed, yeah. my wife and or child. And uh, I'm sorry, I have a real hard time finding concern for how she's dealing with the whole thing. Right. Whereas my wife's like, do you think it would be okay if I called and to see how she's doing? Right. But then, like, I mean, if it was worse, sure, I'd be mad. But, like, everything was okay. So then you could, you could have a little empathy. Just, like, a little. Like, a, like a little, little. Yeah. I'm Maybe, like, a lot. I maybe, like, none. a little. I have none. Okay. My wife's like, oh, she was, like, shaking. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh she probably needs to be questioning whether or not she should still be driving a motorized vehicle. And I didn't, I have no idea how old the dude is. But like their, her son was in, this is a, a grown adult. This isn't like little son. This is an adult male. This woman was quite elderly. Mm-hmm. Like Why, why is he not driving? And again, I'm sure this is, the whole episode is going to be used as some evidence in some court case because their insurance company is not going to want to pay now or something. But I don't know how. They, they ran a, web, a red light. I have no idea how they wouldn't be 100% at fault. And whoever you are, insurance company, you should be footing the bill for the whole thing. And if you don't, shame on you. Yeah, I feel like once you reach a certain age, I don't know what age, 60, maybe 70, you need to be getting like, you have to take a driver's test like once a year. I think in general, we should all be taking a a, a common sense driving test every two years. I don't need that hassle in my life. Bro, uh, there's people that need that. I do think this, now that I'm much older, I wouldn't have agreed with this in my teenage years, but the age to drive should be way higher, right? Um... Maybe I don't know who I'm, I think I'm more annoyed with older, way older people driving. Think about most of the 16 year olds. Yeah, they do know. drive. Them kids drive too fast. You're right. Yeah, like 2,500 pound vehicle. Yeah, nah. we're literally driving weapons. Friends, friends in the car, texting on their phone. You know what's nah. crazy? You could be the nicest person, right? Ever. You're you're great. You're a family man. The moment you get behind a wheel, this is all of us, myself included. We're a completely different human being. And we're driving all we're we're driving weapons around everywhere. And we and we do horrible things. Well, it's We treat people horribly. We put so much faith in other people like they're just going to there's a little white line is going to separate gonna us. They're just going to stay in their lane. They're just going to yeah. stop at the sign. They're going to stop at the light. They're going to It's it's a the amount of faith we're all like I don't, everybody nobody these days like you don't talk to your, nobody's neighborly. Zero percent. I, I know I'm painting with a broad brush, but in general, like we aren't it's for sure in Orlando. Culturally, societally, we aren't neighborly like we used to be. Mm-hmm. Right? You see somebody broke down on the side of the road, it doesn't cross your mind to I've, stop and help. It depends. If I see two people, I keep going. If I see one person, I'll look a little <laughs> bit longer. And if it's like a woman, like you can tell she's like like she doesn't know what she's doing, I, I would I would pull up. I've stopped it before and I'm like, hey, do you need help? And they usually say no because they probably think I'm a creep. And I go, okay. But we we do. People are like, I, I'm not religious. I don't have faith. Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> like the faith it takes to go out and drive and just assume the person coming at you at an equal and or greater speed in the opposite direction isn't going to look down because their phone buzzed from a social media alert or be eating a chili dog or whatever and just swerve right into you. And it's over, Jack. Lights out. Yeah. That's it. Um, and we don't give it a second thought. We hop in do you when you park, like is this plane safe? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people uh, tell you like, "Hey, have a safe flight." It's like I I have zero control over that. Like, no, no. You know who does have control over it is the pilot. And you know what United said they were going to go ahead and start doing over the next I don't know like ten years is they're going to make sure that over the next ten years. 
that 50% of the pilots that they hire are either women or minorities. Are they qualified at least? You would think that would be the obvious question. United, let me tell you right now. No, I'm not opposed to you. Didn't they like drag a dude off of a flight and he didn't really do anything? He was like bloody. They punched him in the face. Well, there's a lot of those stories. I don't know if it was United. But I do know this. I'm down for airlines hiring female pilots. I'm down for airlines hiring minority pilots. I'm down for airlines hiring female minority pilots. Whoa. Here's all that I ask. That they're the most qualified candidate in the pile. I agree. Yeah, I don't want someone who doesn't know what they're doing, but just because they fit, they check a certain box. I absolutely could not care any less about my pilots. I'm showing, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, listeners. Lived experience. The only thing I care about is can they competently fly and land this plane? Can they pull a Sully if we need it? If we hit a bunch of geese, can you put this thing <laughs> in down the in the river? That's all I care Dude, about. Whenever I watch that movie, I almost always cry whenever he's listening back okay. to the recording. Oh, man, that's so go. good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I have 2% more emotions I than you. I don't do. care what gender i don't care what you identify as i don't care about your height i don't care about your race can you fly the plane is the single qualifier for pilots right and then if you can fly the plane can you fly it better than the other applicants because you're the one who should get the job right i agree who who out there is going you're wrong we want someone who's they can they know how to take off. I'm, and th- this is going to sound like it's um, racist. Like it's from a no, but from a particularly like political bent, and it's not. It, in, and I'm not talking about the United thing. I'm talking about like this whole companies as political actors thing. Period. Just, just shut up. <laughs> like I don't. You're, you're a company, you're a corporation, and if you can't see through the money play that it is, it's not that whether or not a company's taking a, a left-wing stand or a liberal stand or a right-wing or a conservative stand, they don't care. A company doesn't have feelings. Mm-hmm. They can have values, but the only way those values really play out when we're talking companies is do they do business in an, in an upright manner or do they do business shady? But that's the only way their morals matter. They don't actually support your cause. They just think supporting your cause will make them more money than supporting the opposite cause. Yeah. And I have no concern for that. Just do the thing you do really good. That's what I want you to do. Right. I agree. And on causes and political things, uh, just shrug your shoulders and say, well, I, I don't know I make widgets, so... <laughs> Like, is that too much to ask? I just feel like that's such a thing right now that they're all just going to hop on the... The virtue just signaling. Just be good at what you do and make funny commercials for me, please. Yeah. Yeah. This this was the worst Super Bowl ever. I don't even remember it. Well, well I was mad because Green Bay didn't make it. And I, but here's the thing. I don't care about I don't care about the game. Like, mm-hmm. I got no dog in the fight for the NFL. I have a dog. Um... I thought I liked the the human story of Brady winning not with the Patriots because I think that validated his talent. Like I, I was think conflicted. That, I think that took away a lot of hate, right? Like it's just tough to support. Like oh, he only it's because Belichick cheated. Bro, watching him celebrate in Tampa Bay afterward was 
pretty awesome to watch. But it's just like, clearly this dude's great. Yeah. Clearly this dude's great. So I like that. But I'm the guy. I don't watch all season. I don't care. I'm not big on any any team. I watched the Super Bowl for the ads. And the ads were garbage. And the ads were garbage because they were all being as safe as they could possibly be. Nobody wanted to offend anybody anywhere. And so all of your ads were hot garbage. And you spent a lot of money for a lot of people to see your hot garbage. I think I remember that. Yeah, I think I remember being underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. And you used to get greats. Yeah. We were just talking today about, I'm no, I'm not supporting one way or the other, but the old Budweiser ads were so entertaining. Somebody said wasabi in my office today. I don't know if you remember all the like, what's up commercials. Yeah. But one involved wasabi and it was that play on what's up. That's so really even cool. then all these, however many millions of years later, I'm like that stuck with me. You know why? Because it was funny and clever, but do you do ads like that anymore? No, you don't. No. I want to go back to driving. So, <laughs> um, do you park backing in or do you go head first? I go head first. Okay. What is your now, thought? If there's an open spot in front of me, like if there's not the little parking curb barriers, I might pull through. Oh yeah. I'll pull through. But otherwise I'm not going to like three point turn myself into a spot. Dude. I want to like, whenever I have to stop in a parking lot waiting for them to do the 20 point hundred backing in because they don't know how to do it they can't angle it right they didn't get enough and they keep coming in and out in and out i just want to ram my car into their into their hood right there i just don't understand what no pun intended drives it like what's why do you have to be backed in what is your thought that's what my thing is like because no one's mad if you're backing out of the parking spot because you have so much more room you have so much like more distance to just back up you don't even have to really be accurate you can just kind of turn the wheel a little bit and boom you're out boom gone but then if you're backing into the spot you have to be a little more precise it needs to be a little more calculated you have to take more time on it um and uh it's i don't want to sit and wait for you to back into your spot it's annoying and i hate it so if you back in your spot know that i probably dislike you a little bit but if you're a patreon supporter i i think it's cool i have heard this concept of like park to leave taught right from like emergency preparedness people like it's easier for you to get out and go if you're if you're backed in what hurry are you in that you're like like, you know what i'm in walmart i might need to get out of here stat well not only that but if things have gone that that wrong i'm gonna drive my car over the little parking curb thing like i'm a go yeah and then like how long does it really take you to even back out of a spot if you if you're in a hurry like oh uh, Jade just got in a car wreck with Marcus. You're gonna back out really fast. Like, what's the difference? It, you'll probably get out three percent slower than I don't even know. Speaking of Walmart, I went there earlier today and I was annoyed. I was walking. I walked all the way up to one of the entrances. Yeah, and I I didn't. I couldn't tell. It was still sunny out. I didn't know all the lights were off, like in the little canopy, the super center. So I was walking up to the door and I hear employees going, sir, sir. They were like 16 year old Walmart employees. So I just by default, I was ignoring them. I don't know why I did that. I'm a bad person. So I was walking up to the door and I hear that. And I'm like, they're going to say something annoying. I don't care. And I got right at the door and it didn't open. I'm like looking around like what? And I look back at them because they now I'm like, oh, they know why this is closed. They go, hey, this section's closed. I'm like, and I look at them like, why? And then they just went, I don't know. And they go, yeah, it closes at 6 p.m this side <laughs> it, but walmart's been doing that target started doing it a while ago they would but they did it 
at, I thought always at night they closed one whole entrance and I don't even know why because it's like, oh, we're trying to social distance. We're trying to be six feet apart and save everybody. But then we're going to bottleneck you into one entrance and make you all. I ended up walking by like so many people getting into that other exit. I had to walk, first of all, across the entire Walmart to get to the other entrance. Are you sure that they're doing it because of social distancing and stuff? It's not just a thing they do. That it's you didn't never been a before? thing. It's definitely never been a thing before COVID. It's definitely started after COVID. I remember when they first started it, I was like, this doesn't make sense. I think it's because they want to be able to count how many people come in. Um, but like toilet paper is not fun off the shelves anymore. I don't know how we're still acting like that whole debacle again. But um, but yeah, that's been... I, if someone works for Walmart and is listening to this, can you please... I'm willing to learn and grow in this area. Yeah. It makes zero sense to me. Tar- like Target has done it too. I don't know if that one by my house still does it. But they did. And it doesn't make sense. This You're, is, I don't know, this is surprising to me because normally people have such awesome experiences at Walmart. Like it's normally just such a, a pleasant shopping experience to begin with. And then I, well, I was trying to buy an air filter because mine was all dusty and needed a new one. It's all gone, completely empty. And I was annoyed because I was like, well, this was a waste. I'm annoyed because I couldn't even go in the entrance and then I don't even have the product I need. No, I don't, I don't want to talk COVID again. I don't, I don't care. I'm done. I'm over it. I felt like we had to talk the passport things last week, but we have to take a minute. What's with, what was with the toilet paper thing? I just think a couple of people thought maybe COVID came out of your butt and you really needed to clean it. And uh, it's funny to me, like you're, so you're sitting on like, I don't know, three years worth of toilet paper. You you got no food. You got three years worth of food. I just, I'm more mad at the, the employees. Where was the, where were you stopping people? Like if I'm seeing kale walk out of Publix with 24, 36 packs of toilet paper, I'm going to go, Hey man, this can't be a thing. I feel like Publix had every right to do that. If they, if they cared about this is going to be, maybe, maybe this is the kind of thing that needs a sting because this is going to happen occasionally on the podcast. But if we can have a libertarian moment, this is why there's no such thing as price gouging. That doesn't exist. There is demand and there are supply. Mm-hmm. Those things exist. You know what keeps the toilet paper shelves from getting cleared out? Hey, demand went up. You know what that means? We can charge more for it. If the pack of toilet paper is five times what it normally is, you know what somebody doesn't do? Buy 10 times what they need. They buy toilet paper if they really need it because they don't want to overpay for something they don't need and they leave with it. And you know what happens then? There's toilet paper for everyone because they're not overbuying because the market demands the price. There's no such thing as price gouging. So, but like that first week when it was starting to uptick, right? When toilet paper is starting to fly off the price, it takes a minute for them to realize, Hey, we're selling out. We need to increase the price. So like, that's a slow change, right? I don't think these days it is that slow. Oh, it's not. I think you could recognize that trend pretty quick. Okay. I would assume people are constantly watching Cottonelle. Certainly within the day. Hey, you know what? We've never seen the toilet paper shelf get cleared out in one day. Right. Like we're in central Florida. That doesn't even happen for hurricanes. Zero. And there's, you know, back, what was it? Oh, four when we got like three storms in a row. Yeah. It wasn't like you couldn't, people weren't out. You They clean out the water. They clean out the batteries, but they don't clean out the teepee. Nobody's like, if there's no power for two weeks, I'm not going to be yeah. able to wipe. I don't get that. And even the last couple of hurricanes that have hit us, like people aren't grabbing toilet paper. 
But what we do see is people go and clear out generators. Mm. And what you do see is people overbuy those and then they go out and gouge them. them on the street because they yeah. can get away with it where Home Depot can't. Right. Where if these vendors, if these companies can see the spike in demand coming, then they can adjust the price accordingly. Right. And then things don't get cleared out. And then you're only like with the water for the hurricanes, the water shelves always go empty because it's cheap. So people go, oh, I'll buy a whole bunch. It's more than I would need for a week or two. But if the hurricane isn't bad or I don't use all of it, it's just water. I'll drink it eventually. Mm -hmm. But if the price spiked with the demand, they would only buy what they actually felt like they need and more people could actually get some water and have it in their house and be prepared. Yeah. There's no such thing as price gouging. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Market should determine the price. Supply and demand. So when people were flipping PS5s, for like 1200 bucks. Yes. You were cool with that. Oh, yeah. I'm conflicted. I think it was more jealousy that I was mad I couldn't get one. More so than... You could. No, I think here's what I'm mad at. I'm mad at people using bots and grabbing all of them off the websites. And they weren't like legit people getting them. So then normal people had zero chance to get them because people were spamming the websites using bots to be able to, to get the consoles. And I feel like that's wrong. Can I... Now, maybe I'm wrong because I haven't tried. Could I get on Amazon or go to Best Buy right now and buy one? I don't think so. No? No, they're, they're still, still not available. They're still pretty hard to find, yeah. But at some point, I... At I some point, yeah. To. That's my thing. Like, I want a PS5, but I'm going to wait till yeah, like, I can how? just walk into Walmart yeah. and uh, pick one up. So to me, that's... Like, I'm not... It's not as much of an idiot tax as, like... Uh, well, I don't know. I'll say other things. I won't be directly insulting to somebody who's into whatever. But like, if if you just gotta have a PS five five months earlier than you otherwise would, so bad that you're willing to pay three times the actual MSRP for it. Yeah, right uh, now on GameStop, sold out both versions of a PS five to the moon. That's why GameStop stocks up. They're selling so many PS fives. Yeah, that whole controversy was pretty interesting. <laughs> You say controversy weird. Dude, so I, because I've been saying it like that for so many years, I can't say it normal now. And I don't even notice when I say it. So people give me looks like, what did you just say? And I'm like, yeah. what controversy? Like, what are you, British? <laughs> you say aluminum too? Aluminum. I just want to be Johnny Ive. Yeah, that'd be cool. No one Famous knows who that Apple is. designer. You need people to explain know. that is. Not people everyone's going to know who that people is, Kale. Johnny Ive is the reason all your Apple stuff looks super cool. Uh, Walmart PS5 out of stock. Out of paper, out of stock, friendly faces around the block. I've talked to you about singing on the podcast. You told me I shouldn't, you encouraged it. You said I should keep going. It's inaccurate. So yeah, like it's, but that's the thing. The The demand is, is there. Mm -hmm. Like no, I, but nobody has to pay $1,200 for a PS5. No. Yeah. I'm mad at both parties. The idiot spending the $1,200 for the PS5. First of all, there's not even that many exclusive PS5 games to begin with to merit getting it right now. That's what's crazy. Also, stop contributing to the problem. If people weren't buying it, people wouldn't be able to sell it for that much, and then we could all get one because then it would be like 500 bucks, and then it, I would be a little bit happier. But it's, not really. It's, it's materials it's things. It's all just a supply and demand. And yeah. as long as the demand is there, somebody's going to figure out how to make money off of it. Yeah. And I am a-okay with that. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. And that's so and that same theory applies to like I'm I know you've been keeping up with all of the monetary policy and the national debt and all of those types of things. I know you like to track those things really I'm constantly really closely and stay dialed in. But that's 
supply and demand is the same reason. So like scarcity increases value, right? Like I know baseball cards aren't big anymore, but if you could have one baseball card, if you could get your hands on one baseball card, what baseball card do you want? Aaron Rodgers. Well, he doesn't play baseball. No, that was a joke. Um, I don't know. I feel like oh, I've done oh, this response hold on. before, what, but the big Bambino, right? Him? Babe Ruth would be a great one. I think to this date, still the highest selling card was uh, like a mint condition or a close to mint Lou Gehrig card. Oh. I could be wrong about that. I'm not, but I don't really But know you sports. would want a card like that. Why do you want that card? Why is that the one you want? Because it's worth a lot. Why is it worth a lot, Josh? Because it's rare. Because it's rare. If there was a bunch of them, no one would care. I feel like I'm learning so much. Right. So money mm-hmm. works the same way. Explain this to me like I'm five with lemonade stands. I'm trying. I might go for three. So the dollar bill, if there's a, a, a paper dollar bill in your pocket. Yeah. I have a credit card. I don't have I don't have cash. I know. I need you to use your imagination with oh, me. Oh, okay. Okay. Because it works whether you have the paper money or not, or it's the digital money sitting in your bank account. Okay. Okay. But the more of those dollar bills there are. Right. Yeah. The less the one in your wallet is worth, which mm. means... The government can take money away from you in the sense that money just represents value, right? You only care about that money because you can trade it for other things. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't care. Yeah. So because that money can get you other things, you can say, I'm going to give you this value of money and you give me the value of that PS5 because you're a child. Um, so Like that, you don't want a PS5. So that's, your average not, gamer is listen, 35 the years conversation old. Okay, anyways. That we're having right now. But so, <laughs> so check this out, right? Like the government can take your money by taxing you. And that's, you, that's kind of an obvious thing, right? Like at least you're, you're paying that tax. You're seeing it come out of your paycheck or you're seeing the tax on your receipt. But the government can also tax you by printing more money. Because the more they print, the more it devalues what's in your wallet. So they're taking value from you. Mm-hmm. without you actually having to give it to them. Mm. So if there were $100 bills in the world and you had one of those and then they printed 100 more, yours now have has half the value it did before they printed those 100. So now we, we're, we're passing these massive stimulus bills. This most recent one was, what, 2 trillion, 2.9, 3 trillion, something like that. Mm-hmm. It bumps us up to now $30 trillion in national debt they're not there's there's not leprechauns giving us pots of gold to make that money. They're just printing it, even if they're not physically running the presses. Mm-hmm. They're just printing it. So there's all this extra money out there in the world. So yours is now devalued. That's what's called inflation. And as we keep increasing all this debt and printing more money, there's the only way to avoid this inflation is to increase interest rates. Interest encourages spending. Because you can put it, or interest encourages savings because you can put it in the bank and you can earn on that money. Right? Okay. The problem is the government owes a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So just like on your car, you want a lower interest rate on your debt, not a higher interest rate. Mm-hmm. So now, if we start to see inflation, and we do, if you're watching your, like your gas price going up, if you're watching your food prices going up, that's because the money you're paying for them is is beginning to be worth less. So the only way to fight inflation is to increase interest rates. But now you're increasing the interest rates on that $30 trillion that you owe too. 
So it's what pain do you want? Do you want the pain of inflation? I want the pain of this conversation over. Or do you want the pain? <laughs> I know it's tough being an adult. And I know some people's eyes glazed over, but this impacts everybody, whether you invest or not, whether you make a lot of money, whether you care about politics, the value of the money sitting in your bank account, that money being worth less without you doing anything. That's a problem for everybody. Mm. But that goes back to that same, it's, it's all the supply and demand. The more money there is out there, the less it's worth. That's why printing money is a problem. So don't back into your parking space. Pull through with your hood. Park however you want. I don't care. <laughs> Just be quick about it. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm still kind of confused at how, like, I have $100. It's still $100. What's making it less than $100? That's what... I'm sorry I'm, if this is... I sound really dumb to people listening, but that doesn't make sense to me. So as an, as an example of impact of inflation... Right. Our money used to be backed by gold. That meant if you had oh, right, if you had yeah. a bill from the United States of America, you had a twenty dollar bill, you could go and exchange there was twenty dollars of gold sitting somewhere to back that up. Mm. That's what you hear referred to as the gold standard. So there was actual value there somewhere. Then we we left that gold standard and we were on a silver standard for a while. And I actually have I own some silver certificates. So it's a it's a bill. It's a five I've got some fives, I've got some ones. And it says silver certificate right on it. That bill could have been traded for that amount in silver, a physical thing that had value, right? Now, if you look on your paper money, it says it's a Federal Reserve note. It's only backed by what you hear referred to as full the full faith and credit of the United States of America. So it's basically <clears throat> like the whole world just, they, I trust that you're good for it. It's America. Mm. They'll back it up, right? So there's nothing physical there behind that. It's just our our good reputation, which, you know, isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then now once you disassociate it, now you can print money all the live long day because I don't have to obtain the gold or the silver to back up that money that I'm printing. Mm-hmm. So as an example, um, I've heard, uh, you ever heard of Peter Schiff? No. He's a big, big money finance guy. Um, Dave you Ramsey? Know, whatever. Uh, that would be a different person. Um, so shifts, he, Peter shifts, he's really big on gold, bigger than I would be, but I've heard him uh, tell the story. And I think he was telling it to Congress of if you took what, um, Henry Ford was paying his factory workers back when they were building the model T, if you took the equivalent amount of, and that I believe at the time that would have been, I think it was, that was early 1900s. That money was backed by gold. So if you, if you took what he was paying his people and you could exchange in theory, you could exchange that money for gold, that same amount of gold that they were being paid each week. He wasn't physically handing them gold, but you get what I'm saying. Like the money was backed up by gold. That gold existed somewhere to correlate with the, the money he was giving them. If you took that same amount of gold that they were being paid weekly to work in a car factory, that gold right now would be worth $2,500. That they were making a week. Mm-hmm. So the workers are being paid vastly more dollars per week at Ford's factories right now. Mm-hmm. You and I both, I'm confident, make vastly more dollars. But our dollars aren't worth what their dollars were worth then. Mm-hmm. That's inflation because there's so much more money in circulation. It's not scarce and there's really nothing backing it other than just trust us, we're America. 
Right. No, but, yeah, I see that. But trust us where America doesn't work when you're $30 trillion in debt. Is that something that will ever pay off, you think? Or is that just like one of those things that your Marcus's son is going to be talking about like you are right now, your son, Marcus? Um, so there's these instances that you can see throughout history of hyperinflation. We're talking about employers having to play, pay people hourly and they would go out and buy things with that money that hour because at the end of the day, it would be worth less than it was at the beginning of the day. So that's part of what led to like the financial hardship in Germany that led to a situation where somebody like Hitler could come to rise. Hyperinflation, wheelbarrows of money to buy a loaf of bread. You also see it in like Zimbabwe, like where you're they're issuing like trillion dollar bills because their money is so worthless. Wow. We think we're immune to hyperinflation here because we're America, but Numbers are numbers and money is money and supply and demand is supply and demand. And it, there's, there's no way out like that, that bills do that money's owed to someone. Right. So were you, so you were not for this third round of stimulus checks then? N- n- I no I know. I just don't know how you, how you, I mean, I, I know how they paid for it. That's, I mean, they'll print it, but mm-hmm. I don't know how, like, it's you can you can want to help people. You can be like, well, people need that money. That's fine. But if you don't have it to give, if you don't have oh, it to yeah. spend, like if my neighbor's hungry, I'm going to buy my neighbor food. But I'm not going to do that if I can't afford to feed my own family. Like it doesn't make sense for me to go and borrow money to buy them food. Yeah. And that's a responsible person. Would that's think that. and that's what we're doing. Yeah, I got you. So it'd be one thing if if we were like, hey, really, the immediate need right now is is X. So we're going to cut spending here to free up that money. But that's not what we do. Nothing goes away. Nothing's like, oh, we're going to stop spending money on that thing so that we can spend it here. It's it's just printing machines go burr. Hmm. And on that happy note. And then NBC's, the more you know. So, so since your dollars are going to be worth less anyways. You might as well become a Patreon supporter and give them to us. It they're basic. Connects. They're basically worthless. You might as well. Just give it. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, I didn't I didn't think we were going to get on a financial tangent, but that's the fun of Solid 7. I have no idea where it's going to take us. Yeah. It's not a show about nothing, but it's what'd you say? <laughs> it's a show about anything there it is i was gonna say it's not a show about anything but <laughs> right now listeners who were like i really hope they don't talk superhero movies this week or like well oh, they- i wish they'd talk about superhero movies are there did you get feedback of people not wanting to hear more about superheroes yeah it's probably a it's probably all me i mean oh, okay. for sure it's safe to assume there's some people where it's just not their thing i had a couple people say they they Still, more people are telling me they have not watched One Division. So when we talked about it, they just didn't care. They're just like, "Yeah, we can. I can hear something else." But did it make them want to go watch it? We didn't get to that. that I didn't has, ask that. Actually. So that has been like my. I think one of my favorite points of feedback so far. And I can't remember what we were talking about. I think it was maybe Home Pods, mm-hmm. where somebody's feedback was like, "I don't really care about tech, but that really interested me, and now I, I really want one of those." I thought that was cool. Yeah, to hear. someone was like, they didn't know Home Pod was discontinued and. They didn't even know what a HomePod was. Yeah. But then once we said, you were, well, you were sad that it was gone. They were like, wow, I didn't know what it was. And I'm sad that it's gone now, too. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to my cell. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I sing that every night. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, superheroes maybe next week, folks. Just kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think we have any. You never know. Here's the problem: is it's like it's you don't want to hit the same topics week after week. For sure. Um, not that we're super intentional about it. It's we we are about like whatever's kind of piqued our interest. But then it's like so much happens in these categories that we're interested in that they're hard not to talk about. So I, I will say, and th- this isn't just, a, I mean, it is a pitch for you to become a supporter, but one thing we have started doing is there's all these different things that we want to talk about and we just can't get to them in the podcast. Either it's just been too much of the same thing week to week or we're, we're just trying not to make the podcast forever long. And so what we're starting to do is when we do our bonus content for Patreon, we're just those things we didn't get to in the regular show. We're starting to hit on those things in our Patreon audio. So if you become a solid five supporter, a solid 10 supporter on Patreon, you get that bonus audio every week. It comes out before the podcast does. So you get a little preview of what's coming up in that next episode, but you also get content that just isn't going to be anywhere else. Cause we just didn't get to it on the pod. Yeah. So I think that's kind of fun. And there'll be some of that today. There's once again, space stuff. I, I wanted to talk about that. We're not going to talk about thrilling, um, podcast stuff apple stuff uh lots of tech stuff really there's some some android stuff we were going to hit on um and there's just not time to get to it today there's not you guys won't you guys won't stick around forever i have the in-laws landing in an hour so (laughs) i want to make an in-law joke but i can't because i love them so much they are i like i'm so relieved that i like them i love them as people yes because they are solid 10 people look at you just (laughs) tying it right back in no, they're awesome. Hi, guys. Welcome I don't, back, Welcome I don't back to think, Florida. I don't even think they know I'm doing this. How long are they staying? Uh, they leave Sunday afternoon. All right. So we're going up. We're driving up to St. Augustine tomorrow. That's quick. Why so quick? Um, I mean, they have jobs. So they took off Friday. Uh, and then I guess they didn't want to take off Monday. I don't know. Just a little 3J, three J, three three J, three day jaunt down to Florida. Huh? Mm-hmm. And but they're trying to buy a house in St. Augustine. They're from no reason the listeners would know this. They're from Colorado, Denver, mm-hmm. and, and they're sick of the snow. It's I, been crazy oh snowstorms. I can't. It's funny because it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. Like we go there and we're like mountains beauty. Why would you ever leave this? And they come here and they're like beaches and sun. Why would you ever leave this? Grass is always greener. It really is. Uh, but yeah, we're, they're they're trying to buy a house in St. Augustine, so we're maybe tra- I'll we're trade them. They want this house, I'll trade them. Maybe we'll I do mean, the podcast over Zoom or something. I told them they should go to Orlando because when Kira and I have kids, I want another spot to drop off the kids. On the St. Augustine is nice though that area. Yeah, I like it up there. It's pretty. It's we pretty went up chill. there with her mom. Her mom was here like a couple months ago. We went visited. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. So. We're staying there overnight, and they have an interview with some housing people. I don't know. And hopefully they might buy a house. They're so much fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll have them on the pod. (laughs) I would love to have her mom in particular. Yes. Josh's mother-in-law is... Full Japanese. Yeah, full-on Japanese. She's the sweetest lady in the world. Yeah. ton of personality. So much fun. Dude, she for sure has seen... If you name a show, she's seen all of it and binged it probably in a day. She was like the other day, because we share like logins to stuff. Yeah. She's like, hey, can we add stars to our Apple thing? There's a show on there. I want to watch it. And I was like, yeah, it was like a 10 day free trial. Like, and on the Apple TV, it shows you like what's up next. I watched Homegirl go through the show. Like every time I would click it, it was, or it would be four episodes changed every time. It was just, she was moving. Just powering through. Yeah. And so she's seen every show and it's awesome that she. We need to do like media reviews with. Aniko? What? 
Is that her name? What's her name? Riho. <laughs> Aniko. <laughs> what am I talking about? No, I want to do a. Uh, I want to do a YouTube video <laughs> channel of her and I watching uh, American Japanese movies, and her because she speaks fluent Japanese. Yeah. That's her, her. How her and her husband met was he was a construction worker in Japan from America. She was a translator for his company. Gotcha. And so, um, but yeah, we watched uh, some. I forget what movie when I was in Colorado last, but she sat there, and I'm like. How accurate was that? What did they say? And like, just the way she responds and the way she reacts because she loves Japan, yada, yada. I do feel like I need to apologize to the Japanese people as a whole for just, I, I, I guess I just picked a name I thought sounded Japanese. Yeah, you just said Konnichiwa. Is that I, her name? I have no idea where that yeah, came from. Yeah, Sushi Roll. What's her name? I'm sorry, Riho. Yeah. Well, she probably will never hear this, so that's fine. I don't know if she's a podcast lady, so she's more of like a television. If this was a video podcast, maybe. Nobody wants to see us. I want to see us. No, not really. <laughs> I want to see you right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Solid 7 Podcast. Listeners, we love you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It has been a blast. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep rating. Keep reviewing. It really does help a ton. Um, if you're really feeling it and you need a better than average coffee mug, please consider hitting up the Patreon, becoming a Solid 10 supporter, you get the mug, you get the extra bonus content. We've talked about maybe doing a sticker. We'll see. So solid five peeps, you might be getting a sticker here soon. And of course, solid tens. If we do a sticker, you'll get one of those as well. But we're trying to add as much value as we can to that Patreon support because we really support or <laughs> you. We really appreciate your support uh, of us. It's a big deal. Words are fun. And I will say unofficially, uh, this week's episode brought to you by Jocko Go. Yep. We've both been uh, sipping on it. They don't give us a dime, and we give them plenty of money. And uh, Jocko, if you're listening, Origin Maine, if you're listening, we'd love to have you as supporters. Here's the thing with, I drink this at work every day, and people look at it weird. I used to love drinking Red Bull. Red Bull's great. Red Bull's fine. I don't have any issue with it. But, like, it's not good for you. And I know that every time I would drink one, like, it's, it's the ingredients yeah. are just chemicals on chemicals. Like, over-the-top caffeine. Yeah. Like you I get the crash. I saw like the average energy drink. It's like 400 milligrams of caffeine. Wow. So these are like 90, which is reasonable. It's like a, a good cup of coffee. This one. Oh, wait, what did you say? Calories or caffeine? I said caffeine. Oh, this is fat. But there's no sugar. There's no garbage in these. Yeah. 95 milligrams of caffeine. There's zero sugar. They're, they're what energy drinks should be without any of the bad things. But here's the thing. I can't just sit here and say it's the best energy drink. Go get it. There is an aftertaste, and if you're not, if you're in the Red Bull world and you take a sip of this, yeah. you're gonna barf. But just because barely. that was me, no, it was barely. rough. I will say, like your mileage may vary. There's there's several different flavors at this point. My my top of the heap is uh, sour apple sniper. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely got that like apple Jolly Rancher vibe. Yeah, for sure. But again, if you're not used to this kind of stuff, it there is an aftertaste, and I do want to warn people. But like, I hated it initially. Yeah. But I knew it was the ingredients and what it does was better, and I did notice my focus and my whateverness, my brain felt a little bit sharper yeah. after drinking one of these. Well, well, and that's what's cool is it's not just the caffeine. Like, there's stuff in there to kind of make you a little sharper. Right. Nootropics, I believe, is the, the right. terminology, but just kind of supports the brain function. Right. You don't get jittery. It's not like... No, zero percent. It's not like a spike of having... No crash. Know, yeah, no no crash. They're awesome. And um, we love these. We love Jocko. I'm and, drinking the uh, orange one, and it, the orange one is finally available at Wawa. 
That's which is nice. awesome. Yeah, they've been in Wawa for a while, but I've been waiting on the orange. Now, I don't want to... So there's like different guys associated with uh, Jocko who kind of come up with these flavors. So like they have uh, Dak Savage is one of the cherry vanilla, I that think. That one's disgusting. Sorry. Um, how dare you, it's, sir? I don't know who Dak is. He sounds like a cool guy, but uh, that drink is the worst. Medal of Honor winner, Dakota Meyer. Well, he has a bad drink. Raw Marine. Well, he likes it, and that's That's, that's great. Okay. And you like what um, you like. I hate it. But uh, Dave Burke is... Uh, he's Top Gun. This, I would love... Dave Burke, if you're listening, sir, if anybody out there, if you know Dave Burke, if you know anybody who knows Dave Burke, I could just hit him up on one of the Zooms, I suppose, but I don't think that... I kind of probably I'd, could know him in like 400 different this degrees. This guy, he's like I this applied. unbelievable... Like, you'd think it was a movie, but it's not. Pilot, where he was a Marine, so he flew F-18s as a Marine. And then... But typically, like, if you're a Marine, that's about all you're going to fly. They've got some other aircraft, but as a fighter pilot, you're not going to fly much. But Dave just had this crazy career where he ended up being able to get certified and fly on F-16s, not a Marine aircraft... Um, F-22s, not a Marine aircraft. Those are both Air Force aircraft. And then F-35s. And he like stood up the first squadron of F-35s for the Marines, which is awesome. He went to Top Gun as a pilot. Then he was a Top Gun instructor. Like Dave's just this crazy, crazy pilot. So Tom Cruise's movie is based off of him. Yeah, more like he could outfly Maverick. That's what I'm trying to say here. Wow. And uh, so, but Dave evidently loved orange soda, like that typical like crush or whatever mm. orange soda as a kid. Right. So when they're like, Dave, well, let's let's do a, a flavor of Jocko Go for you. It was a, that's why it's afterburner orange. Yeah. So that's why Dave, don't hate me because sour apple is my favorite because afterburner orange is hot on its heels. I feel I can't after I've had the green a lot. Orange is fresh uh, to me right now. I I, th- I think I like them at the same level. So this episode of Solid 7 Podcast, unofficially brought to you by, because they have not given us a dime, Jocko Go and all the Jocko Fuel products and Origin Main in general. We're just going to give you guys free ads until you decide we're worth the money. But uh, check them out. We yep. like it. We think Wah-wah. you'll like it. <laughs> this is legit just a free ad. But um, anyways, <laughs> somebody's sitting there like, this, po- this podcast sucked. That drink can't be any good. Like it didn't, Josh but hated on it the whole the time, but here's yet the, he likes it. Here's the thing. Even if you like, if you hated this episode of the podcast, just imagine how bad it would have been if we weren't drinking Jocko Go. Whoa. Would have been, been even worse. But no, I, I'm used to the aftertaste now, and now I, I can chug them down. No problem. No factor. So buy yourself a Jocko Go. Hit up the Patreon. If you can't do that, we understand... But what you can do is tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, we really appreciate that. That's, that's super cool, too. If you hit up our Instagram, I've been trying to post them to Twitter, too. We're horrible at social media. But like we said earlier, Josh has been doing those little one-minute clips. And if you're having a hard time explaining to somebody what we're about, I think those clips make it really easy. Right. So we'll, And we'll have some more of those coming your way. Yep. Little, little fun size bits. Fun size, fun size for sharing. It's funny. Fun size isn't. Like, nobody's ever had a fun size candy bar and thought, that was satisfying. And that's the point. That's why they're fun size. It leaves you wanting more. Because you can, yeah, you can keep going and not yeah. feel bad. And when you eat a fun size candy bar, what you really want is a full size candy bar. And so yeah. give give the people a little taste. Give them a little taste and then they can come find the full episodes. Fun size. Everywhere quality podcasts are found. Mm. So we well, love you guys. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the support. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great life. We're out. Mm-hmm.